Living the Dream Productions presents Conversations with Kane. Season 4, Episode 1. Back at it again with another season. Incredible, people. This is going to be an amazing season. So follow me at Kane Jones because you will not want to miss these exclusive interviews that you cannot get anywhere else. You will hear some familiar voices from before and past seasons as well as some new voices. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss this content. So make sure that you're following me. So uh, with all that being said, I hope you all enjoy the opening episode for season four. Enjoy! Hello everybody, welcome back. This is season four of of Conversations with Kane. Um, this is brought to you by Living the Dream Productions, and um, this is a brand new season, season four. It is amazing that I've made it to this point. Um, those of you that have listened from the start and that have went on this journey with me, um, I thank you. Um, it's been a wild ride. Um, the first episode we did 20, it was a nice goal to shoot for second season. We surpassed it and went very big, did 40. And then last season due to just the timing of everything, um, we went back to only doing 20 on last season. Um, so with all that being said, um, the point of conversations with Kane is to really just focus on guests to, to have, my this show, my series, this show, um, to have it be a platform for people to come on and share their opinions, um, perspectives, their goals, um, share what they're doing right now with in their lives, um, and to really just collaborate. Um, I've always said that this is a collaborative experience, and I feel like right now, ever since the pandemic started, two three years ago, um, I always said that we need to be collaborating right now more than ever. I felt we needed to be doing that years ago too, but now more than ever because the excuse me, the pandemic separated us. And I just felt like this was a way for me to, you know, get in touch with people, just see what they're doing and have, and, and, you know, connect with people. Um, so with all that being said, this is the very first episode, the opener. I'm so excited. Um, and with that being said, um, I did this on the last season where I would um, bring back guests that I've had on before. Um, and this is this can go a number of ways because I've had um, people come on and um, just do one and done and that was it. But I'm so glad that when they are able to come back, the hardest part I would say about doing this program, this show... Uh, is that um, everyone has lives, um, everyone's busy, and so scheduling people, you know, that's the hardest part. Um, so when I am able to work it out, I'm so glad that um, it, it, it works out. And so um, with all that being said, <laughs> long intro, I know, but I'm so excited to get to my guest. She has been on before. Um, this is actually a full circle moment, really. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, Julia Deaver. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, I know that was a long intro, so thank you for sticking with me on that. Um, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. That's thank great. You. That's great. Yeah. So, um, last time we talked, which it's been a while, 
Um, but what is so cool about this, um, this, uh, 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 I guess this interview here and why it's, why I thought it'd be so, um, special and important to have you back on, um, when we talked last, you had just gotten done with a Hawaii trip, and um, what was really cool about that was that you um, you wanted to do that, and you totally removed yourself from social media on that trip, right? Yes. Awesome. Well, I had removed myself completely from the world of LinkedIn for a year. Right. I just completely removed myself, and... I had removed myself in many ways from the expectations of keeping up with my LinkedIn for right, right. a year. And so, um, yeah, I had just gotten back from living in Hawaii for the summer. Right. And I commend you for that because I feel like we are so attached to, you know, our phones and we're just so immersed in that world that it's hard to unattach sometimes. Um, so I think it's incredible that you did that. So why this is a full circle moment to all you listening, um, that you just did another trip. Um, and I, and she's a good follow on Facebook and I've been following you and I actually have, um, a few of your posts. I sort, I, I like to read a few (laughs) captions if you don't mind. Um, so, well, first, if you could set up this, this trip you just took. Which which trip? Because there have been many. Uh, the one, the Arches National Park. Yeah, the one I just took. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which part of that conversation? Well, where do you? Yeah. If you could just just talk about how that came about, and 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 I guess why you wanted to do that. Well, um, I think my entire um, existence right now is is finding how to be a better me and how to mm. um, create the existence and the life that I dream about. So the best life for me. And um, I really enjoy being out in nature. Um, I have not only recently taken on working for Delta Airlines, um, working at Cycle Bar, working my full nine, my um, full-time events, and with the Utah 40 Women Over 40 project that we're mm. working on. But there are moments, I think, in the busyness that can become created um, with all the expectations of all the things that we're going to do um, on top of being a mother, on top of now being a single mother, on top of all the other things going on in my life, that we have to remove ourselves. And I think the most important thing is taking time where there's no Wi-Fi, no email, no cell phones, no nothing. And this trip was just with me and my sister. And it was camping and um, really reconnecting with nature, which in turn is really reconnecting with myself. Mm. Amazing. Um, So this one post specifically here, I would like to read this caption because I think... I think just exactly what you just said 
that a lot of these captions on your photos here um, are just, they really sum up and really encapsulate actually what you just said. Um, so this one, it appears to be Moonflower Canyon. Your, the caption that you put on this one was sometimes living large means feeling small, tiny in fact, just like how my worries feel when I'm in a place like this. Right. Um, wow. It, I, I think it, that's beautiful. And um, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with the shutting yourself off as well. Um, this one was at the Corona Arch um, in Moab. Um, fantastic hike. A few spots test your fear of heights, but look at what you get at the end. A path with no obstacles probably doesn't lead anywhere awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that one I have learned all too well. The path that has no obstacles probably doesn't lead to anywhere awesome. Right. You know, you think about life in a, in a sense of if the scary things, if the hard things, if the things that create fear or anxiety or um, turbulence in our lives are the things that we are afraid of or we, mm -hmm. what we are constantly trying to avoid, we actually are missing all of the, the awesome vistas that we're going to take along the way. That that particular hike up to the Corona Arch, there were moments where I'm holding on to a, um, like a metal um, rope that's like, uh, or metal chain that's going up, like up these like makeshift slots in yeah. a, in a canyon wall. Oh, wow. Like you're going up this canyon wall <laughs> and then you're hiking up this ladder and then you're, you're praying you don't slip or yeah. fall or slide right. because it's just basically straight off and then straight down. Wow. And you have to stay focused on the one step in front of you. Right. You don't focus. You do not look the other direction on what is over the edge. You look at the step in front of you and you, and you focus on that and you realize as you walk, this is all that's right in front of me. And as you keep going, you realize you've already done it. And mm. there was a gentleman who was trying to come up the ladder and he was having such a hard time because of the fear of heights. And I said to him, um, and, and as I was coming down, cause he went ahead and came down as I was coming down, cause he was um, taking time to come up and he said, it was interesting how much easier it was to come down. And I said, but that was the hardest part. Mm -hmm. The hardest part is actually coming back down. The, the easy part is going up. And so he looked at that and I said, well, if that, if, if you've already done it, look, you've already achieved, you've already come halfway, you've already come back down and you've run up. Mm -hmm. So you already have achieved what you've wanted to achieve. Now right. you just have to take the next step forward again. And then once you get there, you're going to realize, wait, I already did that. So if I can do that, I can definitely keep going. And so every step you take along the way, you realize you're just one step closer to the goal. And whatever the goal is, whatever you focus, your energy is going to lead you there. Um, working for um, an airline and flying a lot, I know that pilots, when they train, you never train a pilot to focus on the dangers. Like if you're flying around mountains or if you're flying near any kind of um, obstacle, you don't, the pilot does not focus on the mountain. Right. The pilot focuses on where they want to go. Mm -hmm. If a pilot focuses on the mountain, absolutely the, it, they will crash into the mountain. Mm -hmm. um, where we focus is where we end up going. And so it's really important that um, we create 
and focus on the life, set the intention for the life that we want. It's not going to be free of obstacles or turbulence or um, stresses or, um, and sometimes our, our universes can feel shattered. Um, but even in that shattering, it's, there's the beautiful vista that is waiting for you, even in that moment that you would never have known, never have seen, never have experienced without all of those things leading you to where you need to be, because life is not linear. Mm-hmm. It's a really beautiful vista through, through the whole process. Mm. Well said. So these trips can be liberating, I would say. And so yeah. with that, um, I would guess they're two totally different trips, but the Hawaii trip versus this trip, um, did you go into this trip any differently than you did the Hawaii trip or, or, or was it, was it the same? Well, I think that, um, the circumstances were obviously very different in Hawaii. It was my family going with me. Mm-hmm. Um, this time it was me as myself. Um, now a divorced woman um, versus mm-hmm. before. Um, this time around, the intention was really focused on um, as an individual creating um, an experience for myself mm-hmm. versus there it was creating something as a family dynamic but still trying to find myself within that. And neither are wrong nor, and neither are better or the other. It's just that sometimes um, we get into a place where it's like, I don't want to travel because I'd have to be alone, or I don't want to do that thing because I don't have someone to go with me, or I don't want to take that risk or take that business um, opportunity or do these things because of whatever reasons, right? It, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the thing is. It's just something out there. But mm-hmm. instead of creating an obstacle for ourselves, um, it's just removing that obstacle and saying, I can do this by myself, even if it's not in that same family dynamic. I can find myself alone, sometimes even better than I was when I was in situations where I was completely surrounded. There was a lot of years there where I felt more alone being surrounded than I did being alone as and realizing I'm not lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there became a shift in me when my desire became about finding happiness. Um, the happiness that was already within me needed to become, um, an awakening of this doesn't belong to anyone but me. And it is created by me. Mm-hmm. Others around me. Yes. Your relationship should make you happier. Absolutely. But they don't create Um, they're not a savior to your life. They're not the happiness you seek. The happiness you Mm -hmm. seek is already within you, but absolutely they should create an environment where you feel happier. They should Mm -hmm. not create environments where you feel lonelier. And that was the big shift for me. I no longer wanted to be in relationships where I felt lonelier when I was in them than when I was away from them. And so that was my, my foot you know, drawing the line and putting the boundary up and saying for the next however many years I'm alive, this is what I intend to do with my life. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the last posts I just did before we spoke was where I said, I want to spend the next 40 years of my life doing the things it's taken me 42 years to finally do. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like now is the time to say, um, forget all the regrets, forget all of the 
the shame, the guilt, the what you should do, the expectations, all the other things that everybody else thinks, because none of that matters and it never will. And just focus on what, what you want. Where does that, where does that beautiful vista go for you? Mm, incredible. <laughs> and so with, with all that being said, um, if you could, um, just talk about, to sum up, this, we'll wrap up with this. Um, if you could talk about, um, stuff that you have upcoming, um, a, a, any events, anything you're working on, um, as well as your social media for people to be able to find you. Right. So, um, my good friends and I have co-founded Utah's 40 Women Over 40, mm -hmm. which is a really important um, mission for me, as I feel that a lot of times women who are older um, are underrepresented as being the phenomenal, not only business leaders, um, community leaders, um, and movers and shakers in, in the world that we are. And so when I realized that there was no um, group that was honoring the over 40 um, crowd of women, when we came together, we realized this is something that we need to do as three of us that are already over 40. Mm -hmm. And I feel younger than I did when I was 20. It's incredible to think I can't imagine like what more I can do in the next 40 years. So this is just the beginning. And so for us to be able to bring that to light is something really incredible. Not only do we want to bring the fact that it's there are women over 40 doing incredible things, but that there's a big gender pay wage gap and mm. that there are equity issues. And this really falls into how do we open the dialogue about women's equality and gender equality and lots mm. of different areas that right. involve um, all of those types of things. And so I'm working on that project right now. We have an event in Utah on June 17th. Um, and then we will be starting some other projects that go along with that. Um, I am enjoying my work with the airlines. Um, it seems to be one of the funnest new kind of um, challenges. And I really just took this on as, hey, you know, I've never done this. And this would be something I would really like to try. And and um, it's been so fun and so phenomenal to do. And um, as far as social media, it's just Julia Deaver Co. Uh, on Instagram, Julia Deaver on Facebook, on LinkedIn, the same. Um, I would love to be connected with anyone and everyone. Um, but there's so many amazing projects in, in the works as far as women empowerment, um, empowering others, and really my focus is on how do I help inspire others to live their best life? Because your best life is what matters most, especially when you come to the end of the day. If you can look at yourself and say, you know what, I I feel like this is what matters most to me, then then really when you look in the mirror, that universe is all within you. So just keep keep remembering that that's, that's the most important thing. Mm. Well said. Um, Julia Deaver, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you once again for coming on a second time, my friend. Thank you. It was thank a you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, and make sure that you guys are also following me um, at Kane Jones. That's K-A-N-E Jones. 
Um, all episodes of Conversations with Kane can be streamed on Spotify, iTunes, or uh, Apple, um, everywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, and yeah. And I hope you guys uh, stay blessed, thrive, and prosper. Peace. Thank you all for listening. It really does mean a lot to me, and I really do appreciate it. And once again, big shout out to my guest for the opening episode of season four, Julia Deaver. She was amazing the first time I had her on, and she did not disappoint this time, the second time. She was absolutely incredible. So go follow her. She's amazing. And make sure that you're following me once again at Kane Jones at K-A-N-E Jones. This has been a Living the Dream production. And this is going to be a heck of a season. So stay tuned for more content, more exclusive interviews that you cannot get anywhere else. And as usual, stay blessed. Thrive and prosper, people. Peace. This has been a Living the Dream production.